Hey everybody and welcome back to Rugby Wrap Up. Thank you for joining us once again and thank you for tuning into this week's Zach Attack. The big play breakdown, one play broken down by the Holy Cross rugby legend that is Zach Lanning. Zach, how are you? Doing great, Matt. Got a lot to get to here so we can dive right in if that's uh, okay with you. But uh, the game I'm going to be breaking down today, the play I'm going to be breaking down is coming from the Seattle Seawolves versus New England Free Jacks. Uh, might expect me to do a Free Jacks try from this game. They did end up winning the game. Uh, if I was going to do one, Matt, I would say Bodine Waka's kick uh, right out to the, the far end of the field. Pinpoint accuracy to Mitch Wilson was a fantastic score. Everyone should go back and watch that. But I do the try I want to break down here that was more interesting to me was the Seawolves' first try of the game, uh, the first try of the entire game itself uh, that took place within the first two minutes. All right, but before we go on with that, I, I want to point out that Mitch Wilson is not Mitch Williams the lefty reliever called Wild Thing from the Philadelphia Phillies that blew the 1993 World Series when Joe Carter hit the home run for the Toronto Blue Jays. I just want to eliminate any of that confusion. Well, that's exactly what I was thinking, Matt. So I, I don't know. Uh, thank you for clearing that up. I, I was immediately in my head went there. So No problem. Let's just get on to the play. So the game is scoreless. Uh, it's the first two minutes of the match, um, and Seattle has set themselves up with a mall off a line out in Free Jack's territory. It seems like they want to get something going right away off the mall with outside center and just generally large human being Ross Neal right away. Uh, but an errant pass from scrum half Devereaux Ferris misses Neal entirely. Luckily for Seattle, uh, the ball bounces off the legs of a New England defender and into the arms of center A.J. Alatimu, who was presumably trailing Neal in support for whatever play they were trying to get going. Alatimu then engages a defender, uh, but keeps his arm free and offloads to fly half J.P. Smith, and Seattle now are back on track. They want to get the ball wide here now, Matt, where there's a whole lot of space, but not a whole lot of free jacks, uh, as the, the team is still scraping over from the line out and the ensuing mall. Smith holds for a few seconds here to commit his defenders and then pops to fullback Akita Yamada. Now Yamada is dangerous with ball in hand, so the New England defense is aggressive in their pursuit of him, uh, expecting him to make a break for the line because they're so close. Zach, who's more dangerous with the ball, Yamada or Yafada? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, yeah, uh, definitely Yamada, Matt. For a second, it appears Yamada might make a break for the line himself. The winger, uh, Seattle winger Futi, notices this overaggressive pursuit by the Free Jacks, and so he decides to run an aggressive line back inside, trying to set up a switch with Yamada. And it's interesting also to note here, Matt, that Dougie Fife at the time was playing fullback for the Free Jacks. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Bonin Waka stepping into the fly half role in the absence of Harrison Boyle. Uh, Fife has played some fullback in his career as well as wing, you know, so he's not new to the position, but he's been playing in the centers mainly all season. Uh, you can see him here kind of try and take an angle where he could tackle Yamada if he were to run at him and then also keep himself going to the outside in case Futi gets the ball from on a pass from Yamada. But what he's done is completely taken himself out of the play, unable at this point with his body angle to come back across and cover Futi as he cuts back inside. In fact, none of the free jacks here, Matt, can recover in time uh, from their overaggressive pursuit. And that leaves a nice hole for Futi to come back in on the simple cross play with Yamada uh, and dot it down for the first points of the match. And Matt, I just wanted to highlight this play uh, because, you know, it's been a rough year for Seattle, obviously two-time defending champs, the only team to lift the shield in the MLR so far in, in its infancy. Um, but they, you know, they've gotten back on track here lately with uh, the addition now of head coach Alan Clark, who came over, who was supposed to coach the Jackals this year. Uh, the last two games they've still lost, but I've watched and they've played really tight contests. Uh, and this Free Jacks team, obviously no joke, the third place in the East at this point, they've kind of turned things around as well. So just wanted to point out that, you know, Seattle has gotten a lot more creative on offense uh, and they're starting to put some more points on the board. And it seems like they may, you know, be able to build at the end of 
of this season and, and parlay that into success early next season. Well, you're exactly right. And what, what people might not realize is that this is a better team than their record indicates because they've had, they have exceptional players, but they have them all playing out of position because of injury. And if this team is healthy and got, their guys can play their natural positions or the position that they're more productive at, they're going to be right up there again. I might be crazy, but Seattle Seawolves 2022, whole different story. Uh, you're pivoting now from your San Diego take, Matt. Are, are you going after their loss this week? Are you concerned uh, that, you know, that that may not come to fruition here? I'm not pivoting, Zach, because I said next year for the Seattle Seawolves, and I didn't say that they were going to win the title, but I thought that they would be very good. But San Diego, how they lost that match in Utah after being up as much as they were and doing it by scoring shorthanded, sucking the life out of the stadium and then still losing is going to be hard pressed. But I think they might knock off L.A. this weekend. And I'm just really saying that because I'm doubling down on my pick of San Diego winning the West. Someone has to do it, Matt. No, that's going to be a game to watch for sure. I think San Diego's uh, 10 points down now, Utah on the table for that second slot. But, you know, that if they could knock off the Giltinis, I, you know, I think they have the firepower to do it. But um, just to in closing, Matt, you know, I, I do wanted to say just to go back to Seattle. I spoke to a uh, former head coach of Seattle, now assistant coach uh, Keyes Lensing, you know, before the season even started, Matt, their opening stretch of six weeks uh, were completely on the road, a brutal schedule for them to start, you know, a, a COVID season like this. So everybody, the travel was difficult, uh, just set up right away to, to struggle early. Um, and, you know, they have had a hard time, hard time coming back from that. Um, but just a final thought, Matt, the, I watched this weekend the uh, Sale Sharks versus oh. the yeah, I watched Sale Sharks versus Exeter Chiefs, uh, and I just wanted to say you know uh, all thoughts uh, with AJ McGinty um, and and his family and his camp there, but he was playing lights out that entire match and just a devastating injury there really late in the final minutes of that one, um, you know a really crushing blow uh, for him and then you know obviously looking forward to seeing him playing in July for the U.S. So hopefully everything's all right and he recovers quickly, but you know just just a devastating blow. We are, we're all rooting for you, Mr. Allen Lone McGinty. We know that you'll be back stronger than ever. Speedy recovery, my friend. On that note, we are out of time. I want to thank Mr. Zach Lanning for this week's Zach Attack, the Big Play Breakdown. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in, and make sure you check out our other segments this week, including our Major League Rugby show. Our global rugby recap. What are the odds? Our Major League Rugby sports bet show with the Philly Godfather, John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE legend, and Gifty Bailu, Martial Law. And please sign up for our American Red Cross Rugby Wrap-Up Blood Donor Team. <laughs>